On with the show. Another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices Misery podcast. And of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. And we're practicing our Russian, aren't we? You getting ready for uh, World War Three? No. You're not man, ready for I'm it. I'm not paying attention to it. I know. Well, I'm happy that we don't have cable for once because it seems like you cannot get away from the story, cable or not. It is everywhere. It is infiltrating every news site that I go to, everything I listen to. It's ridiculous. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm I trying not to fall for the distraction, like so many others are, about this uh, little infiltration or war. I don't know if I call it a war just yet, but it's basically uh, Russian is invading the Ukraine, if you haven't heard already, unless you've been living under a goddamn rock and haven't heard the story. That's what's going on right now. And I feel like it's a distraction. You At know what's a distraction? Media. What's that? There are always boobs on your TV. Is there? Wow, I didn't even notice. I That's no a distraction. Idea. Yeah, but there's also a man with a bloody face, and uh, and I think it's, it's just like a what is head. happening? These naked women are always getting murdered. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you're gonna die, why, <laughs> why would you die with your clothes on? I have no idea what the hell this movie even is. I just turned the TV on before we did this. He's always got some kind of dude, old, it is some freaky shit, like weird some dead dude movie. with like scars. He looks like Freddy Krueger kind of, and he's got like things crawling out of his neck. Well, this is a weird freaking movie. I don't know what the hell it is, but you're, see, you're distracting me with boobs on TV now and dead people and this guy, this guy's about to go downtown on there. Look see, at See, there we go. Now we what don't What the to... hell is going on here, man? Dude, people can't see. I was this just saying, cr- that's a distraction. See, you got me all screwed up now. I don't even know what the name of this movie is, but it's the freakiest shit I've ever seen. But anyway, you see, I'm talking about not trying to be distracted by the war in the Ukraine. You got me looking at some weird kinker shit on the television set. But yeah, I'm trying not to fall for it because I think, you know, really the real battle is still here. At home, you know, we got a freaking scumbag president calling us domestic terrorists and, and, and racist and anti-vaccine and all sorts of shit. He's basically labeling everybody these horrible things. And we have a real leader over there in the Ukraine. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky, or whatever the fuck his name is. I have no idea. I try not to really pay attention to uh, foreign affairs because it really doesn't affect really what's going on here. But this one kind of could, if you think about the oil prices and things like that with Russia and all these sanctions that are going on. There's there's just too much to dive into with that. I I, I really don't care about it. I, I only care about what's going on here, to be honest with you. But yeah, um, this guy, Zelensky, was basically uh, you know making the rounds on Twitter. And people are basically calling him like a true hero and shit, which he kind of is. I mean, this guy is is the leader over there. You know, the Ukraine, the place is getting invaded, and he's he's out there in the streets wearing f- fatigues, holding guns and shit. He's with his people out there fighting. He's standing with them, and I, I guess we haven't seen a real leader <laughs> in quite a while. You're in the U.S., and you're watching this guy fucking, fucking steal balls out there fighting for his country. He's not leaving when most people would have just packed up and left and given up. He's out there. He's out there fighting, so talking shit, too, man. Those guys are tough. Did you see the video of the Russian warship that showed up? And these Ukrainian guys, they were like border guards, and the Russian warships like stand down, and you could hear the guys in Ukraine are talking, 
And they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself, right before they got blown up. They told the Russian warship to go fuck themselves. They got blown up. I mean, if that's not tough, I don't know what is. It's kind of inspiring to see these people fighting for their country when everyone, I mean, if this was like a fight and you were betting on it, people would have been like, yeah, Russia's going to take them over, over in a day. And the fights are still going on, and Russia's getting pissed because they're putting up a hell of a fight over there. So kudos to those people, man. They're fighting for what's theirs, and... It's very inspiring, especially when you see what we've gone through. People just bending over backwards and letting the government fucking steamroll them. And you see what a real fight is over there from people that don't have nothing, but they'll fight for what they do have. And it's, it's, it is inspiring. So go Ukraine. We're all Ukrainian for right now. We all are rooting for these people. At least the good ones are. So there you go. There's your little uh, Ukrainian <laughs> news oh, update because nice. I know we don't have TV anymore. I don't even know what the fuck and they're fighting over and I don't care. So. Well, he just wants to build his empire. That's nice. Putin, I don't know. Putin all I know is like it's all over. All over again. It's all over the freaking internet, and yeah. it's really hard to find shit to talk about because that's all. It's it's every fucking yeah. article, so it's annoying. Did you see? They uh, just need to calm the fuck down so I can find some goddamn stories. Like it's, seriously, <laughs> it's supposed to be about me. Yeah, it is. I mean, and it, it's not. At this point, it's all about this shit, and I I just don't care, and I'm not going to read about any of it. I don't care. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, good news for you. I, I know you watched 90210, but you didn't watch the reboot, right? No, I'm not going to waste my time with that. Well, there's an actress named Annalyn McCord. She's uh, from the reboot. She basically wrote a poem, and of course, like any self-centered celebrity cunt, she had to go on uh, Twitter, and she basically played a poem she wrote to, to Vladimir Putin, basically saying that if she was his mother, none of this would have happened, because she would have been a great mom to him, and would have held him as, as a little baby. And would have prevented the evil dictator that he became. And she posted this on Twitter, and of course, people were just not having it. And she got just lashed. I mean, I've never seen backlash so quickly on somebody, so rapidly for trying. For I mean, she tried. She wrote this poem. It was so cringe that everybody's reporting on it. You can't go anywhere or turn anything on without seeing this damn thing. And I'm not going to play the clip because if you really wanted to hear it, you could just go out there and listen to it yourselves. <laughs> It's it's just as bad as I described it. She basically goes on there and it's like, if I was your mother, none of this would have happened. Me, me, because I'm a. And meanwhile, this woman is not married, doesn't have kids, but yet she knows that she would be a great mom to to baby Vlad Putin. She just would have solved the world's problems. And there's a lot of other celebrities out there just saying random dumb shit. And it's just like, will you shut the fuck up? And it's crazy how quick the media will turn on a dime with this whole thing, and they'll say, okay. Put your mask on, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, right? And all of a sudden, that is just gone immediately. And now they, all the attention's focused on this Ukraine-Russian war man, and how we might get dragged into it. So, And I know I keep calling it a war. Technically, it's kind of not. It's more or less an invasion. I think it is going to turn into a war. And I'm uh, by the end of, uh, by the middle of next month, I think we'll be fully involved here in the United States. And we'll be fighting these people for fucking, I mean, why? We're just going to be over there sending our people to fight for these Ukrainians and it's like these people are doing a pretty good job defending themselves but I mean if it were up to me we wouldn't be there we wouldn't be involved in this shit but that's just how we do things man we're the world's police and if we don't do it someone else is going to take over so who knows who knows man just so we just don't really have much credibility it's kind of sad when you think about it we have the weakest fucking president of all time all, everybody underneath them is talking about climate change and how that's the most important thing it's like we need to shut the fuck up we've got way more important shit we gotta get we just gotta get our priorities straight here but I don't want to get too depressing. How are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> You're fine. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't get involved in any of that shit, man. So I'm completely there. fine. And you're better off for it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, I, I I don't sit here and st- I have enough gray hairs. I don't need to be reading on any of this crap. So. Me too. Mine are rapidly growing in. Yeah, I'm good. There's a few more sprouting up in different spots that weren't there before. It's freaking outrageous. Can't believe how sick I am of this. But I know people are waiting for the update on what's going on with these neighbors. So why don't you tell people how many how mad you made me yesterday? Listen, th- <laughs> this is I said from the get go. This cannot change the way of life in this house. And it has. And now I'm pissed. Because it's just, you can't freaking take out the trash. I'm trying to clean this house. The last few days, I've actually been, like, really, like, straightening up and, like, trying to get rid of shit. And, like, I opened the door twice, I think, yesterday to throw shit in the garbage can, which is in the front of the house. Not at the end of the driveway or anything, but it's, like, it's in the front of the house near the driveway. And you come out and you're all mad because I opened the door. Yep. Because they're home across the street. I'm like, I can't just, I can't not live my life. And I don't, I don't... It's not that, though. It was multiple times. I'm sitting here playing the game. I'm like, why does the door keep opening and shutting? I'm well, like, I had to, check the, I had to so check the mail. The house was getting sprayed. I had to um, unlock the fence outside so the, the guy that's spraying the house can get into the backyard. And then I was throwing shit out. And then I, I just, like, you know... You see, I felt like you wanted to be seen. I felt like you wanted this, oh, this, so all, this, this all to happen. Because <laughs> there was so much activity. I'm like, she never does anything like, like, like this, like outside multiple no, times. No, I think you never noticed it before or something because I'm doing the same stuff that I, I I just don't know I think you're just noticing it more now because she's across the street and I said well the sooner we get this freaking initial meeting done and over with we can put it to bed and it's done yeah and that's it like whatever you see me outside whatever and, and like let, let's go and let's let's end it yeah. And we can go about our life. We it's been literally a of days, yesterday had to go to the freaking store, and you were standing at the door. Refu- we didn't want to leave the house because they were in the driveway. Yeah, they were out there standing there living life, and I'm like, I don't want to live life in the same time they're living life. I don't want oh to be seen by these fucking people. So we couldn't come go outside and get into the car until they pulled out of the driveway and up the street. I just, just, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, I think people think I'm exaggerating how much I really don't want to talk to people. And it's it's, def- uh-huh. it's definitely not. A, I think I'm under exaggerating it. Don't you think? How bad it is? Do you think it's that bad with me? I just yes. Really, it's it, it's that bad and worse probably. I just I don't know, man. It's the point where we like literally just standing there. Okay, we're all sitting in the kitchen waiting for these people to finally get in the car and leave because they're outside. Like, please just leave so we can leave. Like, come on. Like, no. The- well, you know what it, it was? It hasn't even been a week, and I just want to cry. Yeah. Well, you know what it was? That was like the second we were going to make a plan to leave the house. I, I looked outside, and I'm like, all right, let's go now, because they're home, but they're inside their house, right? Everything was locked up, and the doors were all shut. The second we all got dressed, and I'm like, let me look out the window one more time. I looked out. The door was open. They're all outside. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I, I wish I had that Zach Morris power. He could freeze time. Time out and just fucking do what he wants. It's, I don't know, I, I, I feel like there's something else out there, like some kind of grand scheme. <laughs> it's like, okay, he's leaving, let's just move these pieces outside, and then it's like, it's, it's like if God was real, and it's like the game The Sims, he's like, alright, now let me move these Sims outside, because these are coming out, and I want to have this awkward situation, but no, I looked out the window, and I stopped it, and I was like, no, we're, we're going to wait, because I'm not getting caught out there, I don't... <laughs> I, I don't know if I just think too much about it, but I think it's me think versus existential being that's trying to make things horrible happen to me that I don't like. I think the sooner it, we do it, the sooner it's over, and it's just like because all you have to all that has to be done. Mm-hmm. It's just 
hey, how are you? Get in the car and like end the conversation. Or, hey, how are you? And then come inside. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Goodbye. Not like, hey, how are you? How you been? And start walking across the yeah. street. Yeah. Like, because once you say, hey, how are you? Or, how's the weather? Or Open whatever. And then, yeah. and then you turn around. So you're you're done with the conversation once you turn around. So then they would know, be like, okay. Yeah. Friendly, but they're not going to sit here and conversate. That that's it. That's the, we need that one moment, and you're you're avoiding it with at all costs. I don't even want any moments. Just... Why does there have to be a moment? Why can't there just be a you? Because the otherwise, there, we are you. going to continue on this path. <laughs> I don't know why there has have... to be a moment? Because we've had other neighbors before, and it's like when we come outside, it's just like a, a friendly ho- uh, wave, and then. We get in the car and we leave. But right now we're trapped. If they're outside, we can't go because out. Because the door's already been opened. We we know each other. That's the problem. With these other neighbors, <laughs> they were trying to find a way in, but the door was never open there. It was just kind of like you, you, you can easily be ignored because that door's never been open. But once it's been open, it's like, how do you keep it Like, you know, <laughs> how do you shut it and keep it shut? It's so fucking tough. You're trying to slam the door shut and her foot's still I'm hanging trying out. trying to, and it's just like, bitch, why won't your ankle break? I'm slamming it against you. Get your foot out of my door, what bitch. What movie was that? Um, I don't know, but there was one. It was a I double tap. It? What the fuck was that? Zombie, Zombie Land. Land yeah. Zombie Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Where he was trying yeah. to shut her out. Yeah. It's crazy, though, because I feel like, I don't know, I, I don't know, I, I, I feel like I work myself up with this stuff. I really do. Because I it, think you do. Because in my mind, what we can easily do here is just just hold it off for so long that it will just that it just won't matter. Or then maybe look like, wow, maybe they're intentionally avoiding us because we should have seen them outside by now. You know, like, and then, <laughs> then they just say, well, well, fuck them then. And they just say, fuck us. And then I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with people saying fuck us because I, I, so, I don't care. The, that's the update so far. They've been here. Yeah. When did they move in? Because they've been sleeping in the house. To... Friday. Okay, so they've been sleeping in the house for a couple of days. And so far, nothing has happened, yeah. right? It hasn't happened so yet. We're... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just... We'll give another update, I guess, what, Wednesday or Friday. I'm ready for it. I'm just not ready for it at the same time. I mean, we did everything we needed to do. And, I, and every time that door opened, I was just getting more angry. I'm like, this bitch wants to be seen. She's probably out there on display, like, doing jumping jacks, shooting off fireworks in the front yard to get some attention. Before I know it, I'm going to go out in the yard, and you're going to be out there throwing out the garbage for the sixth time in an hour, and then these people are going to be out there in the front yard talking to you and shit, and then my whole Dude. life is going downhill after oh, that. Oh, God. It's, that's how I feel. I know. That, that's how I, I think feel. You, I, I have these things in my head. You're noticing it more now, or something. You you Maybe. really you really think that like you're gonna walk out there on your lunch break or something. She's gonna be in the house, and probably it's not gonna happen. So yeah, probably that damn I don't know. baby in her hands. Like you have like scenarios going on. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't... be Auntie Nerdette to this fucking kid. Like, wait, where the hell did this come from? You guys just met. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> and there's other people out there that are like, I don't. These two are so ridiculous. I don't know why they hate people so much. And be like, well, look in the fucking mirror. <laughs> you're the reason why. If you're one of these freaking bleeding heart liberal people, I don't know. Just bubbly personalities. Just not. Just not. You know, not everybody's going to be on board with that. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, if you're a bubbly person, good for you. I wish I could be more, a little bit more. I, I guess outgoing. If that's even a thing, I wish I could be more that way, but not everyone's going to be receptive to that, you know? I guess if you're a bubbly person and you're going up to people and you're like, hey, how you doing? And if someone, like, is like us and we're like, oh, fuck, you know? And, like, you can see that visibly on them. Like, how do you react to that? If you're a bubbly person, you just back off and you pour it on ten times more. Because in prior experiences, bubbly people, they seem to even pour it on more and harder. And it's just, like, it's more off-putting for someone like me. Or I hate them, you know? It just it turns into instant, like, fucking walls up, we're done. And they're nice people. I, I, it's just, 
I don't know what it is about bubbly people. It's just really, it, I mean, I, I don't like people in general, but bubbly people, it's like you're the, you're fucking, might as well be a fucking Biden, you know? I don't know. With you, it's just hard because, like, I, I never realized how much of a split personality you have until <laughs> we have run into co-workers or people that you know when we, we when it it happens very rarely but like we'll be in a store and like all of a sudden like you you talk differently you stand up like i don't know it's a completely different person i'm like mm. what the fuck is happening yep. like i have no idea who this is and then the person will go away and then you're back just to yourself and i'm just like that, yep. how do you do that because i i couldn't do that so she knows that person yeah i know she doesn't realize who actually lives here. I'm like, mm-hmm. she she knows the freaking uh, like the super nice and kind and polite well, person. Dude, and I'm just like, you got to think. About oh, that. this poor bitch has no what idea. Was, what was what job did we work together? We worked in, in in a retail job together. Where when the customer comes in, I I, I can't fucking be myself. I mean, I I wouldn't last a day in a job if I was myself. I know. It's just, I, I it's couldn't very, seriously. Can it's very imagine, weird. Can you imagine the real me working a job and just saying, you know what, fuck it, I can't even fake being nice? Well, here's the thing. When we, before we had kids, when we first got together, we didn't have kids, right, mm-hmm. obviously. And we worked in a supermarket together and you did I was me all the time. Shit. I was, uh, that's the real did me. Not, and like, that's who I knew when I worked with, like yeah. you, like you didn't take crap. You told the manager off, you walked the fuck out. And I, I'm just... I told everybody <laughs> off. I, 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 that's, that's me. That's why I, I can't be myself. And they would come over and be like, I don't know what just happened. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. He doesn't give a fuck about it. I mean, you, you fucking say something cross. I mean, I've, I've always like, that's the worker that I know. <laughs> well, that, that's the real me. I, and then once we had kids, I'm like, fuck, I can't be like this in, in public because I, I, I can't yeah. hold a job down that way. And then for, you know, our kids are, what, 13? And that was when I kind of had this midlife thing where I'm like, I, I, have, I have to be nice. I, I have to. Otherwise, I can't hold a job. We, we wouldn't be where we're at today if I was myself. I know. I know. It's so, just so funny. When I'm out in public or when I'm out, and I, and, and I guess this is where I kind of, like, took my, my mental issues, I guess, and kind of solved them myself. Because I can rationalize what I have to do. And that's why the guy at work told me, I'm like, Dexter, he's like, you're a different person. I was like, I can tell. I can see it in you. You know? That day that you told that one manager off, I've never seen a manager so scared in his the, life. The guy just shrunk. <laughs> he kept shrinking down. Like, he just kept shrinking and shrinking. I kept looking down, and he just kept shrinking. And before you know it, it was just a pile of clothes on the floor, and the human was gone. He was, like, horrified and didn't know what the hell was happening. And then we ended up running into the same person. Same thing. Working in, like, a stupid little tiny shop. Yeah. And he was, like, horrified when we walked in. I don't know. That it's Put just... the fear of God in that motherfucker. Because the thing is, like, I just don't care. I don't care, man. I just... I have zero tolerance for shit. And I don't want to make this all about me, but, like, that's... I don't know, because... No, but that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, this neighbor doesn't know the real you. She knows the, the, yeah. the fake... Uh, persona that you put on when you're at you, work. I, I think I think everybody does this though. Yeah. When you go to work you have to be something else, otherwise none of us would but have But I jobs. think coworkers always assume that you're the same person. Yeah, true. You know when a customer comes in, in my head, I, I there's like World War Three going on. But then the outside is like, Oh hey, how you doing? Nice to see you blah blah blah. We're talking in there, ha 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 these fake jokes and laughter and shit. And then the second they leave I'm like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Whenever I get off the phone with someone, I go, You fucking asshole, you fucking dick. This is how I am. I bet you. I, used to call, I call you a bitch every time we go off the phone. 
I know, which is weird. And I think a couple times that you've said it before hanging up, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I love you. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's just, it, yeah, it we used to talk habit. about that, right? You would yeah, just tell me off as you were hanging up. Like, yeah. what the hell? But everybody does that, though. Yeah. There's no one who's the exact same at work. That's why you kind of, I mean, I'm always two different people. I always keep my work life, my work life, my personal life, my personal life. I don't really let people in. And at work, it's like you see me as the customer service guy. You put your stupid voice on from the... Vi- I could probably host one of those videos. Uh, hey, this is how you... Hey, you're welcome. Welcome to the new first day on the job, cadet. This is what you do when you walk in the building. Shake hands with your boss. Maintain but eye see, contact. that's so weird to me. Don't ogle your coworkers' big-ass titties. Like, things like that. I could probably do one of those videos, right? But that's how you're supposed to act. I act like how people expect a, a, a good person to act in public. Because I know if I'm the real me, and if I say what's really on my mind in public, I, I would either be arrested or fired, probably both. So, this person expects that. Yeah. A social human being. Like, we had great conversations about politics when we were in customers in the store. And when customers come in, I'm the nice guy taking care of customers and being the sweetheart. And then it's, it's over, and then I'm myself again. It's, I, I, I just, because the person at work, I guess a lot of people would say, hey, that's a nice guy. I would love to have a beer with him. Not uh, knowing how I feel about them on the inside. You know what I mean? That's why I never invite people over or talk to them or conversate outside of work. I keep that barrier up. So that was a great comparison, man. The guy that made that Dexter comparison fucking nailed it 100% with the personality thing. Because that's how it is. But what the, what the hell have you been watching on TV? Um, Let me stop burying my personality and the lack of it. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, and... and not much. Uh, I mean, TV, this is nothing really going on. Um, did watch Free Guy, though, with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, me too. I told you to watch it. it was which, good. I wanted to see it, but the preview, like, I didn't have high hopes for it because the preview just looks so stupid. I didn't understand what but, the hell uh, it was, and, and, and during the preview, I'm like, what is this movie supposed to be? I saw, like, two previews and a poster. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, I just, I wanted to give it a chance because <clears throat> I do like the characters that he plays, Ryan Reynolds. All one of them? Yeah, but it's funny to me. <laughs> one of his characters. Like I, I, I find it funny. So I'm just like I'm gonna. I'll, I would. I want to give it a shot. And I had told you about a week ago because we were discussing um if there was a movie one to rent on Prime, and I'm like, no, we can't rent that one because that's coming out. Like it'll be on. It's on two of our apps now for free. So I'm just like, we'll, just, yeah. we'll wait. And then you ended up watching and saying it was good, and I'm like, okay. And I turned it on and I was laughing my ass off. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. So much better. Like, I had no, like, high hopes for this movie at all, but no. it was so good. I, I, I really liked it. I, I would recommend people watching it. It's on Disney Plus and it's also on Peacock. You yeah. can watch it for free. Oh, it's on Peacock. Okay. I had no idea what the hell it was supposed to be about. I really didn't know. When I first saw the movie, I'm like, what is this? I, I, I couldn't yeah. make heads or tails of it. I didn't care to see any previews because. Ryan Reynolds is one of those actors who's like, I, I enjoy some of his stuff, but he's a guy, like, I, I can give a shit less if he's in it or not, right? Mm-hmm. He's not a, a movie actor. I'm like, oh, I got to see all those movies. I just don't give a fuck about him. But this was a good movie. I mean, if I could compare it to something for people that never heard of it. If you like The Truman Show, you would love this. It's like, it's basically The Truman Show mixed with Pleasantville. I didn't see Pleasantville in it. Mixed with Ready Player One, I would say. Ready Player One yeah. and... Uh... The other movie, the Truman, yeah. Show. Truman Show, yeah, I, I can. It, it was really good though. It was a different type of idea, and I was different, just like, good for them. Definitely different, even though it does combine the elements of three movies. They they did it in a way where it felt fresh. I thought mm-hmm. so. I enjoyed the heck out of that movie. It was really interesting without giving spoilers away. It's it's it's, it's if if you're a video game person, yeah, you're you're gonna enjoy it because it's a very interesting idea. Yeah, absolutely loved it. It was a really good movie though. It wasn't as funny as I I, I didn't think it was as funny as you did. 
I was cracking up out there. But it was entertaining. It kept it kept me engaged throughout the movie. And I can tell a movie's good for me if I can watch it from beginning to end without really not paying attention to it. It's also got the guy from... Um, that black dude, right? Ozark? The black dude? No. Who are the black dude? Was this his, his best friend in the movie? He's really funny. Oh, yeah. He was freaking hilarious. And I know him from something, Rel, too. Rel Davis or something. I think his name was. I don't yeah, know I know was. him from something. I don't remember what. But he was freaking he was hysterical. A, he's in a lot of stuff. He always plays kind of the same funny character. But he's, he's really good at it. So he's and, definitely uh, funny. Yeah, there, there was a few people in that movie. I don't know. It was really good. So I enjoyed that. And then I watched Nobody with um, the guy from Better Call Saul. And that was decent. But other than that, I haven't really yeah. watched much of anything. I would definitely recommend uh, Free Guy though to to people. Free Guy was awesome, really good movie. Oh, I didn't watch yeah. anything else though. That was that was probably it. They didn't really watch any fights or anything. There was a couple of big fights this week, and they didn't really care for it. I just kind of chilled out so far. I just kind of just worked and just hung out. Watched a couple of movies. I watched that and a couple other things, but nothing really I can remember though. I don't really. Uh, I, I guess it was one of the movies I was just playing on the iPad mostly. So. Besides that, in the war in Ukraine, there's really not much going on that I can report. I mean, just kind of hanging out and trying to uh, avoid people across the street and trying to keep you inside the goddamn house as opposed to running out every ten seconds to get so seen. You stupid. You, you know, if you really want to get noticed by these people, just put your fucking ugly ass uh, pajamas on and just walk outside. Okay, your elf pajamas. Uh, you know, I I'm can't sure. find my unicorn pants. Well, they're uh, kind of. I can't not find here my damn unicorn pants. They're not here anymore. So they're yeah. I, they have they have been missing for a while. Legend just, has it that somebody took a pair of scissors to them motherfuckers yeah. and they're gone. Okay, so it wouldn't go. surprise me. Let the people know what they can do. Okay, on so this fine day, February twenty eighth, is National Chocolate Souffle Day, Floral Design Day, National Chili Day, Public Sleeping Day, and National Tooth Fairy Day. Hmm. So there you go. Well, that's a freaking. Shitty couple of days there. <laughs> Shitty day there. Chili's there. good. No, it's not. I like chili as long as you don't put beans in chili. Mm. Places put beans in it and that ruins it for me. I don't like it. People used to love Wendy's chili. And does it have beans in it? I've never yeah, had it. Yeah, it does. I I think. Think. Nope, I, I, that's I not chili. I don't like it. But I worked at a Wendy's for like a month when I was seven, no, 16 or 17 years old. And the way that they used to make that chili, if you saw what the hell it was, you wouldn't want that chili. Well, my dad makes chili and it's really yeah. good. But the Wendy's chili, the way they did it in the Wendy's that I worked in was like leftover meat, like Ew. beef and whatnot. So like if there were burgers that were on the thing for too long and nobody wanted they would take them off the buns, like scrape the freaking bun stuff off, chop up the meat and throw it in the chili. Oh, that's gross. Disgusting, right? Yeah, so they would use that kind of meat. So, yeah, I, I saw that and, like, yeah, this is freaking disgusting. It's, it's, everything about working in fast food was disgusting. That's why I've only done it for, I think I was there for, like, a, like less than two months, and that was my only experience working in the fast food industry. It was just disgusting. It was like, if you knew how nasty some of these restaurants, like, oh, my favorite restaurant to go to with my girlfriend is this one. If you ever saw the back of that restaurant, you probably would never go there again. Yeah, you can't think about that. You can't. You, you have to think of it as like a golden chalice back there, and everyone's perfectly clean. Same thing with supermarkets. Yeah. You no, don't want to no know what the hell goes on in, yeah. in the uh, back of the counters and stuff. You don't. Yeah. You just don't want to know. Oh, my God. That cake looks so nice. Don't you know that woman who compared yeah. that cake, smokes, and doesn't wash her hands? Probably Please. rubbed one out on a lunch break in her car and didn't wash her hands. Like, people have no idea. But, yeah. I mean, whatever. It is. It just is what it is. Just don't think about it and just get what you got to get. Someone's eating right now as I'm talking about the person who prepared the food, rubbing one out in the car but not washing their hands <laughs> or putting gloves on. All right, so March 1st. March 1st. 
I can't believe it. Fucking March. I, it's, I mean, I can't believe it. I can't, we might as well just start Christmas shopping again. Uh, it's National Horse Protection Day. I like that. Yeah, keep them away from these fucking perverts that like to film themselves with them on Well, camera. no, I, like, I was taking it as, like, they, they euthanize these freaking poor horses for, mm. like, no fucking reason. Mm. They go and break a leg during a race or something. It's like, oh, useless. Just, yeah, just like, kill it. It's like, you're it, useless. It, well, don't they get really sick? They never really come back from it. I, think I don't know. Reason. I don't know. They just, they, I don't know. People are stupid. Self-Injury Awareness Day. National Pancake Day at IHOP. Apparently that changes annually, but this year it's on March 1st. I don't know what that means. Dude. Do you get free pancakes or is it half off or something? Man, listen, being keto for, what, three years now? Yeah. If I could, man, if I could have a stack of fucking pancakes right now, mm. I would destroy them in a heartbeat. Yeah. All right, so what is your favorite pancake How come you topping? could get a stack of pancakes, but you can't get a stack of French toast? You can. They're expensive as hell. Yeah, why is that? Because French toast is, because all the milk, bread, and eggs... It's, they're too valuable. But yeah, if I get... So I was going to ask you though, what what is your favorite topping on a pancake? Uh, just butter and syrup. Don't be butter. throwing crap on there. Jelly. No. Jelly, no. jelly, jelly. Is I am amazing. very plain. Mm. Like stuff will look good in pictures. I've seen some pancakes that look amazing. Mm. I just would never eat it. I have no idea how I ever tried them with jelly on it. I think because like I told you, we were poor growing up. So you had to improvise, man. If we had jelly, we didn't have syrup. I, I think that's how it started. Yeah. It was just like, you know what? Fuck it. And then, we, then when we ran out of jelly, we put we put syrup on our peanut butter sandwiches. Peanut butter and syrup is amazing. And jelly on pancakes, it, it's the most amazing thing. If you've never tried it before, please try it. It's good. Yuck. It's also Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. People are people are requesting now, off at my job. They're requesting off for it. Like, here's the thing with that. Thing the calendar that I was looking at on the last episode was so freaking wrong because Poochkey Day comes with Fat Tuesday. So I don't know why the hell... So Tuesday's going to be Poochkey Day. So it's, that, that calendar was fucking wrong on Friday. So somebody um, stuffed their faces with Poochkey and now they got to do it again because... Whatever, mistake, they're amazing. So you know mistake. what? It's a good mistake to have. Mm-hmm. It's also National Pig Day, Peace Corpse Day, Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Oh, I love peanut butter. And let's see, plan a solo vacation day and world mm. compliment day. So Tuesday's like a good day. Yeah. Solo vacations. Are you a fan? Would you go on a vacation by yourself? No. How boring would that be? If you said like, you know what? You're going to watch the kids and I'm going to go out on vacation. No. How, how, how would you feel if I said that to you? Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go on vacation. I would think that's strange, but whatever. I would think it was strange too. I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, I've I don't think these people. I don't think solo vacation is people that are married. Oh, so just just. just I think it's just go. like if you're single or something, you just pick up and go, and you don't have kids. Do you, you think know? that's? Do you think that's weird though? Going by yourself on vacation? Do you don't well, if you're weird? young, like if you're in your twenties or something, you don't have a family or anything. Like why? Why the hell not? See, I, I don't. I wouldn't classify this as a vacation. I would. I would just call it traveling. If you're by yourself, I don't. A vacation, Isn't that the to me, same thing? A vacation to me feels like, hey, I'm enjoying time with my family. But when I think of vacation, I think of like the stereotypical, like us, a, a family. Yeah, that's the way I think of it when I think of vacation. So, I know technically, a vacation could be just getting away from your normal, you know, routine and having fun and doing things you want to do. So, it, it can be a vacation when you're by yourself. I, I just feel like it's a yeah, like a solo vacation almost. when you're. You got a family, and yeah. Married, so that's weird. I'm not going to judge anybody. Like, person, like if like if I was going on a vacation by myself, I would kind of feel lonely 
whole like, time. What the fuck yeah, are you doing now? <laughs> yeah. I'm at Disneyland see, like, begging a strangers to take pictures of me. <laughs> Sit on the bench next to Donald Duck. Hey, can you take a picture of me? Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait for the rest of your family. No, it's just me. <laughs> oh. And the family's like, oh, do you want to have lunch with us? We're going to be sitting over there, you lonely fuck. Oh, God. And then you get adopted. So okay. <laughs> See how he comes up with just random scenarios. He just I'm keeps going wake, with I'm it. I'm starting to wake It only took a half hour of the show. I'm starting to wake up here. I'm, I'm very tired. And we're recording this very early. So we can enjoy the rest of our day and do our things. So, was that it for your days? Yes. That oh, it. I had like 50 things. Phenomenal. Great job. And that segment was brought to you by Built Bar, ladies and gentlemen. You knew it was coming. You can go to Built.com and use our code VOM show to save up to 10% on any order, no matter how big or small. Right now they do have, and I'm going to be honest with you, this one's my least favorite flavor. It is coconut mint chocolate bars. They had me until they threw the coconut in yeah. I'm not a big coconut guy, but <laughs> coconut is very good for you, especially if you're on the keto diet or if you're looking to lose weight. And these bars are perfect for that. So you can go and get your, you know, your, your protein in this bar. And it's only got three grams of net carbs, so it's very low. And coconut is very high in fat, but low in carbs. And that's exactly what you need on a keto diet. Some people swear by coconut. Not my personal cup of tea, not my favorite flavor. But, you know, they did make it up with the peppermint patty churros. Those are phenomenal. Peppermint patty tastes amazing. So you can pick those up at Built.com. Use your code VOM Show to save 10% on your order with free shipping. So there you go. They love your segment, by the way. They absolutely love it. Okay? Absolutely love it. They say it's the best part of the show. I know. And the second best part of the show is when you shut the fuck up. So there you go. Wow, dude. (laughs) I'm just screwing with you. But today is someone's birthday, you know, being February 28th, the last day of the month. You sorry bastards, it's the last day of the month, and you're sitting at home alone waiting for us to give you your birthday gift. We do have one for you, and it's also from Florida, man. This is a weird one. This guy's name is Evan Charles McLemore. He is a, a, a strange son of a bitch who was... All right, so... This article was written very strange, okay? So I'm just going to read it as it's written. The pizza offered to the man who threatened Coldplay lyrics and warned his family to take revenge on their Nazi prison friends turned the man down from his decision. I just gave you his name, Evan Charles McLemore. He lived in a house in Pensacola and was persuaded after four days. He was detained as a result of the negotiations of the SWAT team. The SWAT team convinced him to leave his, 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 uh, his hostages with pizza. So the SWAT team said, all right, of all the things they tried to, to convince this guy, pizza was apparently the one trigger to get him to release his hostages that he had in his household. And they described their incident on the Facebook page with the following words, do not underestimate the power of thin paste pizza. So it is not known whether Macklemore was immediately given a pizza slice after he was offered it. However, he was still accused of the fine the security forces. So there was a scene of assault prior to that, uh, you know, situation where they offered him the the pizza, he was barricaded in the room with his hostages, and he had a gun pointed to one of the hostages' heads as they stuck their head out the window, and they were talking for him to the SWAT guy. I guess the, the person with the gun to their head was the, was the person negotiating the deal, because mm-hmm. he didn't want to stick his head out, and rightfully so, because if he would have stuck his head out, he could have gotten you know, taken out by the, by the SWAT team, so he was smart there. They said he will not go back to prison, and they were basically talking out there for three and a half hours, trying to see what kind of things this guy wanted. Finally, he relented and said he wanted a box of thin dough pizza. And they quickly got him his pizza, but the second they delivered the pizza, he let the people go, and they didn't say if he was able to eat the pizza right away. But I don't know if they have to even fucking say, you know, you can have this pizza if they just had it show up. So say, here, we got your pizza. Now you give us hostages. And he basically said, here, here's what. 
He well, he, he he must have been hungry. But what was the point? He 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 was hungry. He wanted pizza. this is Florida, man. They don't fucking do anything for anything. What was the whole reason. point in all of that? There was a fight. Okay, so this is this is the way that I'm gathering it because I don't know for some reason this FloridaMan.com that has this they they must have like adolescents writing for him. So you kind of have Florida. to. This person must be from Florida. It might it might be that guy actually. He doesn't sound like he was very smart. So what you do is uh, you, you you have to close your eyes and just picture the scene like I am. Okay, so he he probably got into a fight. This Florida man was probably high. He got high, beat up his, his spouse or whatever. She called the police and said, help, help, he's got a weapon, he's trying to kill me, right? Call the police, and the police show up, and they see it's a hostage situation because he's got her with a gun, and he's, he's got her gunpoint. He says, stick your head out the window and tell these motherfuckers <laughs> I'm not going to prison. She does so, and the police are like, okay, we have a hostage situation, they call in the SWAT team, they all show up. And then they have to negotiate because they're trying to save all the hostages. And the hostages basically are speaking <laughs> for him as he's yelling for things. And they're like, what do you want? You want more meth? He's like, no, I already have enough in my system. What else do you Dude, want? Dude, you're making up so much pizza. shit. And they're like, all right, go get this man a pizza. And then the pizza man shows up. He's like, do I at least get a tip? Oh, my God. And then there you go. So I feel like I described a lot better than that fucking article did. So there you go. <laughs> happy, happy birthday, by the way, from Florida Man and the Voices of Misery and Built Bar. So there you go. Oh, Lord. I, I Listen, trying to decipher this shit. I'm about to start making up my own stories because that was better than what the fuck they wrote down. <laughs> I at least painted a picture, man. Jesus Christ, the only thing you need at the end of that were credits rolling at the end. I'm telling you, it's good. So I've got some stuff for you. You ready to get into some topics? Yeah. All right, so we have a lot of clap sessions, right? Oh, God. And sometimes I, I think about my performance afterwards and what I could have done better or what you could have done better. And we have a conversation about it and we improve for the next one, right? What, what if, is he talking about? <laughs> what if we could pay someone to do that for us and watch us clap and, and rate us? Oh my God! But you know we're you know we're big time you know we're a, we're a podcast and I consider us to be pretty decent people, so we can shoot for the top and get only the best of judges. And there's one man out there who has many years of judging on TV competitions, Simon Cowell. He was offered by someone a really good job and a lot of money, so he was on the Seth Meyers show on Thursday. Seth Meyers is a fucking bleeding heart scumbag liberal, but anyway. Simon Cowell was on the show, and uh, Myers, he asked Cowell if people had ever come up to him on the street asking him to judge random things. Simon Cowell says, I get that all the time, and revealed that once upon a time he was offered money to judge a very personal moment. <coughs> in Simon Cowell fashion, he tells the story, this is the true story, a couple came up to me in a restaurant and said, we'll pay you X amount of dollars to watch us having sex, and will you judge it for us? I said, well, how much? And stupidly said no after they offered me a paltry six figures because, you know, he's, he's, he's a very rich man. So six figures is nothing to him, right? Uh. So anyway, in an effort to potentially get that opportunity again, Cowell called out the couple on screen. And there's a video of this of him basically looking into the camera. I guess he's hard up on money because he got divorced. He goes, if you're watching now, I'll do it. <laughs> he said it seriously. Naturally, Seth Myers was curious as to how much money Cowell was actually offered by the couple. And according to the judge, it was a six-figure deal. I think from memory, I think it was about 150 grand he revealed. I don't know how they calculated it, though. Before the two moved on, Kyle recircled back to the camera and said, You know, seriously, if you're watching, I am available. <laughs> that's a great that's a, that's a great story there. That's hilarious, man. Can you imagine Simon Cowell? Well, he said it was years ago. The couple's probably not even together anymore. Oh, they're probably. No, they probably found someone. They, they probably got Randy Jackson. 
Oh, God. Hey, yeah, that's hey, a weird dog. thing to ask. Hey, yo, dog. You gotta lift your leg up, dog. Can you imagine Simon Kyle sitting there with a stupid arms full across his chest with his fucking nipples poking through his shirt? First oh, off, he's doing it, sitting there yeah. roasting you? Like, yeah. uh. well, first off, your penis is too short. <laughs> Second off, she faked the orgasm. Third off, if you're going to use anal, you have to lube it up first. Oh man! I can only imagine the shit he would. I mean, seriously, can you imagine <clears throat> that? Like, what would he do to sit there next to the desk? Like, would he allowed to have Paula with him to talk about it afterwards or some shit? That's odd. Like, that's, that's a so weird. weird thing. That, I can't believe people actually come up to him and ask him to judge things. I'll fucking do like, it for free. <laughs> you want to pay this guy hundred fifty thousand? I'll do it. The hell! I'll fucking judge it. People are go weird. And, go ahead and send us your videos clapping, and we'll judge it. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, thank we'll read you. Them on the show. Oh my god, Your, the email god. is going to be blown I, up. I swear to God, I'm about to start. I'm about to delete this email in a minute. <sighs> well, yeah. a man who was struggling to breathe was flabbergasted after Mount Sinai uh, surgeons discovered half-inch-long tooth growing inside his nose. I saw this. How freaking disgusting is that? Uh, it's, oh my god, I saw this. It, it's gross. <clears throat> The unnamed 38-year-old New York man had reported to the doctor after uh, experiencing breathing difficulties for several years, according to New England Journal of Medicine. There, an examination revealed that the patient had a deviated septum as well as bone-like growths in the nose. Mm. <clears throat> These complications were vexing as the patient didn't uh, spore any visible facial trauma or abnormalities. In order to get the, to the root of the problem... Surgeons conducted a rhinoscopy, which is a nasal exam done via a tube-like instrument with a light and lens. The man had a 15-millimeter ectopic tooth. Mm -hmm. It just grew right through the gum and out his nose. This is horrible. It's disgusting. Which is defined as having a uh, grub grinder in an abnormal place. The con- I feel like puking, man. Seriously, it's gross. The condition is exceedingly rare and normally entails teeth sprouting up in the jawbone under the gum rather than in the nose. Mm. A condition that affects uh, 0.1 to 1% of the population. So, like, it, ha- it happens to some people out there. It remains unclear what causes these uh, intranasal interlopers. I-, I don't get it. It's so disgusting. <clears throat> it really is. Um I think I knew someone that might have had this problem. Like I don't up. like you, because this is not the first time we, where we brought that up, where something randomly has started growing on yeah. people's bodies. It's just weird how that happens. Yeah, there was a video of this uh, chick on World Star where she was doing like a dance or whatever, and she had, and it looked like a human head grown out of her freaking stomach where her belly button was. It, it was like it looked like a golf ball. See, that's yuck. And, and and it like swelled up to like the size of a tennis ball. It was disgusting. It was like the weirdest shit. I I don't know why I like to watch stuff like that. But I saw this this one with a tooth coming out of the nose, and it's like what the hell, man? Like and I can't even imagine how much breathe. pain. He couldn't breathe, and then he got it taken out, and I guess he breathes fine now. So it, it's it's like he's got a whole new life. So good for them for for catching it and getting it out of there. But for man, several it's so years weird. he had yeah. issues. Like oh my god, mm. so it was just growing and growing and growing. That's mm. horrible. Jesus, man. There, there was a guy who had, like, shrapnel in his back for years, and, mm. and, and he had a pain, and they finally took it out, and he was like, it, it was like his whole life just got better. The guy could walk straight again. It was, And he was, like, working in some metal factory, and he didn't know. Like, it happened so quick. When he got the injury at first, he, he thought he just had a cut, and then when it when it healed up, it was still inside his body, and it was, like, against something that caused him, to, like, his leg to, like, not work properly and shit. 
And then he finally got it removed, and it was like a new man again. It was like he had it in his body for like 20 years, and he was he was a cripple for that long. Then all of a sudden, he was like instantly like 18 years old again. It's the craziest shit. It's, it's, just, it's just weird how like people can deal with things like that. It just becomes normal after a while, you know? You just think it's a sign. It's like, oh, it's a fucking tooth in my nose. That's why it's so weird. Can you imagine like picking your nose and you feel a tooth? Like, what the fuck, man? That's so weird. Yuck. Maybe get extra money from the tooth fairy? Like, 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 what the hell? It, I don't know. It's, 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 oh man, it's gross. But I've got one for you here. Did you ever wonder what happens when you go to the bathroom on an airplane? Yeah, they just release it, don't they? Just release it. <laughs> so you just think <laughs> like, like shit just like, yeah. flying, off, flying we, over New well, York? We had, you know what it, it was? It a lot, actually. Uh, we had, what, what was it, last year or a year and a half ago, we had a story where a plane did do that. Yep. It just and released shit the was all over people's yeah. houses in one neighborhood. You remember That's that? That's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. So basically what happens is, all right, so people were wondering what the hell happens. And I guess they wrote Delta Airlines, like, and people were demanding. They had like 10,000 signatures for this thing. Like, what happens when we go to the bathroom on your planes? Where does it go? Ugh. Because these environmentally friendly nuts. But they actually came up with a pretty good topic here. So I want to talk <laughs> about this one. So... This is the topic here, uh, or this article rather. Whether you're the type of person who loves the excitement of getting on a plane or you find it terrifying, there's one thing all air travelers can agree on. The toilets are fucking gross. What else would you expect for a tiny cubicle 37,000 feet in the sky catering for hundreds of passengers? If you ever wonder what actually happens when you go to the toilet, like where does it go and why on earth is it so damn loud, you're not alone. Some people wrongly believe the waste is simply dropped out of the bottom of the plane like Nerdette over here. <laughs> but fortunately for those on the ground, that's not the case. For over 30 years. Can you years. imagine, though? Jeez. You're just walking. Ah, there it goes. You're just walking outside. That looks like you're serving more than soup for lunch today. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking hilarious. With as much alcohol as people drink on those planes, holy shit. Can you imagine all the piss just fall all day long, man? Jesus. <laughs> fucking all sorts of shit. Man, oh my God. So for over 30 years, they've been using vacuum toilets so that they don't have to carry unnecessary water. So it would drastically add weight to the flight. So you press a button, it opens a valve on the bottom of the bowl, exposes the contents to a pneumatic vacuum. So it's a very powerful, it's very loud. Mm -hmm. And it, it sucks everything in. So that's what happens. And people wonder where the, where the piss and shit goes. And it just goes into a 200-gallon holding tank that they have to destroy after every time they empty it. So even if you don't go to the bathroom, let's say if there's like a short flight and maybe only one person pees in it, that tank gets destroyed and disposed of. So it's like, that's a lot of money wasted. I think they should just let it go. Where? Just, just where, where else? The shit will dissipate. And by the time it, it'll just be like little raindrops of piss. <laughs> it, it won't be like you're getting a bucket thrown on top of you. Well, what happened to that one flight? Because I remember that story where it dumped in a neighborhood. Yeah, somebody, some, somebody hit the Maybe there was button. a malfunction or something. Because I remember talking about it. No, I remember we were talking. I don't remember why it happened. I think the guy was just an asshole that day. He was like, you know what, fuck these people who just did it. And just dumped it in this neighborhood because yeah. I remember. I, I don't Especially know. They should do that shit over the White House. <laughs> <laughs> just jump a big pile of shit. Wait for Biden to start talking. Just fucking just rock it around oh, his dumbass. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, so here's a good TikTok dating story for you. So this woman was left stunned when she received a text message from a date while on her date that was meant for his friend. Her name is Samantha Rose. She explained that she had been talking to this guy named Jake, a dude she met on some other Bumble site, uh, name, or some dating site named Bumble, rather, for a few days before their conversation moved to iMessage. So they were chatting and started heating up as he showered her up with compliments before their upcoming date. 
So there's a video that's been posted and viewed more than 7.8 million times. Samantha, who goes by the username, Samantha Rose, shared a screenshot of the conversation which started with Jake saying, Yeah, I can't wait to meet you. You're beautiful with 7 o'clock work. She replied, Thank you, that's sweet. Yes, that should be fine. So it feels like these two are, are, are good, you know, match for each other, right? Yeah. The swipe left or right or whatever the hell it is, they, they're they a good match. I'll be coming straight home from work, so you'll have to look over my work uniform. He told her, to which she replied, Ha ha, no worries. I'll also be in my work scrubs, so I understand. So everything seems cool so far, and the flattery continued as he sweetly said, I'm sure you're going to look beautiful. Either way, I'm a lucky guy to get to take you out. Perfect gentleman, right? They go on her date, everything's fine. He goes to the bathroom, and then Samantha received the text. The text says, No, bro, she's a solid four, and I will for sure keep it on the low, but desperate times call for desperate measures and beggars. Can't be choosers. All I saw was tits and an easy lay. So he texted her by accident. Meant to text his friend. That's fucked up. When he realized the mistake, he texted her and told her he was talking about someone else and clicked her picture by accident. Understandably, she left and ghosted him. I was quite literally too stunned to speak, she said, explaining her reason for not responding to the vile messages. She's gotten over 900,000 likes and received 16,800 comments from stunned viewers, all having her side and saying this guy's a scumbag. And that sucks, because I've done that. I have, I have texted the wrong person. I have meant to text, like, my sister... And texted you. I do it all the time. Um, I have meant to text you and texted my stepmother about my stepmother. Yeah, I know. Um, and I was horrified. I know. Horrified that day. I was going off about my stepmother and I, it was meant for you. And I texted my stepmother and I was like, oh my God. But yeah, like, so it, it does happen. That sucks. But I've done it before. <laughs> at least she saw it because like, I mean... I would have rather seen that text and been like, okay, and just gotten up and left than having no idea that that's how he really felt. At least now she knows. And Man, dating sucks nowadays. I I couldn't do it. Yeah. You have no idea what people are thinking. This dating in general sucks. You don't know what's in the other person's mind. Are they just trying to settle? Are they trying to get laid? Of course, when you're a woman, it really sucks because I feel like when women date, when men date, there's two different mindsets going on. The woman's looking for someone that could be compatible. Nine times out of ten, that's what she's looking for. Not looking for someone to screw at all. And the guy's looking for someone to screw. Mm-hmm. And then maybe compatibility somewhere down the line. But that's far down the list of what he's looking for that night. And when you're going on a dating app, everybody wants instant gratification. So if you get that date, you're going to want to fuck. That's just the way I see it these days with the way people are. I mean, I know if I ever went on a... See, I, it's just, just a different generation. But if I was on there looking for something... You're, you're, you're looking to catch a fish pretty quick, I'd imagine, right? You're not just going on there like, I'm going to put my picture and start swiping on these people. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're checking your phone all day. There's got to be anxiety. Like, are they going to reply? Are they going to are they going to like me back or whatever it is? And then when you get it, it's like everything has to happen so fast. We're going 100 miles an hour in life these days. And I guess people have different things in mind. So at least this guy was up front with his text message to his pal. I feel like he should have let her know this. Like, hey, I'm, this is what I'm looking for. Don't waste each other's time. I think you should be more honest when you're dating, at least. You know, especially nowadays when you're in that 100 mile an hour society. Let people know. Don't waste time. This isn't the 50s anymore where it's like you can be in a loveless marriage for 30 years because you had a kid together, you know, and people are just too ashamed to to, to say anything or (coughs) you don't want to break any vows, you know what I mean? Where marriages lasted. You ever talk to your grandparents and, and, oh, so how'd your, because like your, your grandparents were married for a long time, right? 
Uh, yeah, until she died. Don't a lot of them seem fucking miserable? Like, they've had, like, some of the yeah. worst times. You're like, oh, my God, how'd you get through that? And we're like, oh, because we loved each other. But like, yeah, but there was some horrible shit. Like, they did some horrible shit, said some vile things to each other. Nowadays, well, those wouldn't last. Yeah, he w- he was married before and got divorced and then married my grandma and stayed with her until the day she died. Yeah. And then remarried his first wife. That's weird. Like, two months later. Yeah. It was... I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. It's a different generation, I guess. Yeah, I guess, I I guess so. But our our buddy has passed away, so it's it's a sad day. Snooty Wild. Who the fuck is Snooty Wild? <laughs> well, he died after being shot in Houston on Friday. Who the fuck is Snooty Wild? The second Memphis rapper to be oh, oh, gunned oh, down oh, in him, recent him, months. Him, yeah, him, him, okay, our buddy. Okay, I was just bumping his music the other day. Another rapper dead. I, I don't know. Man I, man, I feel like we got to make some more rappers. We're going to run out soon. <laughs> Snooty wild. Uh, so the artist's death was confirmed on his verified Instagram page Saturday evening. So he he's verified. He's got a blue check. Or he had. Oh, boy. So he's somebody. Gone in body, but your name and legacy will live forever. So yeah. that's what the post read. Wild was found shot in the neck in a ditch next to an SUV around 2 p.m. by Texas police, according to an ABC 13 report. Uh, it looks like he backed into the ditch accidentally, they said. Then the other vehicle pulled up and folks got out of the car. They were talking for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, a gun went off. The 36-year-old, born Lee Preston Porter, was not immediately pronounced dead and was fighting for his life Friday afternoon, lying there in the... Lee Preston was his name? Lee Preston? Hmm. Lee Preston? Okay. Um, fighting for his life, like, while he was laying there next to the SUV... There was no word on any arrest in connection with the murder. So Rest in peace, Snooty. I'm telling you. Snooty Wild. Something out there is missing Snooty Wild. That sucks for him, though. It really does. It's horrible. Like, what the hell? Like, everyone needs to calm down. Did you check his net worth? Because that's normally what you do to these uh, these slave rappers. You check their net worth immediately. I don't know why you haven't done it for this one. I'm surprised you're not prepared. You know what? Yeah, I want to know Studio Wild's net worth was because it it always pops up in my head like why would you turn to that lifestyle or, or keep going back to it? You would think you'd make the money and then you'd stay the hell out of that life. I don't understand how these rappers they make all this money and they <clears throat> stay in the same area where all the trouble is. You know these people don't like you; they're just going to go after your money. Well, let's see. One is saying a hundred thousand. One is saying one million. So he wasn't worth much. Uh, yeah, I, I mean that's a nice little chunk of change to have. I mean, I would be. I would love to be. Worth yeah. that, but like, I mean, he's worth more than us, obviously. No, of course, he's not. I mean, we've talked about other rappers, but had a little yeah. bit more. So, this dude, yeah. not much. Damn it, man. Well, well maybe if he had dude, little, he never got to hear his musical his brilliance, never got to reach its, its, its zenith. <laughs> he, he never, he, you know, he never got that big. Well, <sighs> I have another dating story for you here. So, meeting your, your, your Bose parents for the first time is often a nerve wracking experience for all parties involved. So this man explained that his 26-year-old girlfriend had been hesitant to meet his family and that she always had an excuse as to why she couldn't. He explained that after weeks of requests from his family to meet her, that uh, she came up with a plan to make the introduction. He decided to bring them all to the same restaurant that she works at. Oh, already I can like I can just hear your, your anger because I, I, I already know how you're going to react. So this is the story here. Last week and I brought my whole family as well as my parents, my sisters, and their husbands, and their kids, all to the restaurant. So I'd imagine this humongous, like, home alone family, just fucking walking in. I requested a table in her section. 
When she saw us, I could tell she was taken aback. But like a professional, she did her job well and even took the time to talk to every one of us. Upon leaving, my entire family expressed that they really liked her, how sweet she was, and they also left her a massive tip. I thought the whole thing was fine. After his girlfriend finished the shift, the man realized he'd made a monstrous mistake. My girlfriend texted me and said, Thanks a lot, you jackass. <clears throat> I called her and she went off about how I shouldn't have blindsided her by bringing my whole family and how she should have had the chance to meet my family on her own terms. I responded that she didn't want to seem to meet my family whenever I brought it up, so that if it were to ever happen, this was the way I'd figured it out myself, and I thought it was brilliant. She said that what I did was wrong, and that she had to give my family special attention at the expense of her other tables. This would annoy me so much. I'd be pissed. Because she's working. She's literally working. She has a job to do, and she's got to give you guys special attention now. To make sure that they all like her. Like, she doesn't have time for this shit. She's got, like she just said, she's got other tables she's got to worry about. Blindsided. That's like, the key I would word be here. so freaking mad. That's the key word is blindsided. And you not just a couple blindsided. people. He brought, like, like his ancestors, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. They're all fucking there. Like, no, I, we don't have time for this. You're taking up how many tables with all these damn people? They even FaceTime Uncle Joey in prison. <clears throat> I mean, at least they gave her a good tip. Like, that's nice. But still, you still blindsided her. That's not how you want to meet the other person's family. You're working. You can't sit there and be relaxed. She's not comfortable. She's not herself. I was just saying earlier in the show how... You're a fake person. You're a fake person. You're not yourself when you're at work. You can't be yourself at work. That would be very odd and strange. Like, I'd be like, I got to work here. I can't... I don't know. It's weird. You got to put on the whole show, song and dance and act. And what if something bad happens while she's working? Like, like, what if she gets a new customer while they're there? She's got to deal with that. Or she gets nervous and she drops something. Yeah. Or the manager's paying attention because she's paying too much attention to this one table. Like, I don't know. I don't like this situation at all. I'd be pissed. I'd I'd, I'd be pissed. Like, don't come bother me in my place of work. Don't. That's just not... Cool. You know what I mean? It's, Work is like off limits. I, I just don't. Exactly. I don't like that. Exactly. Well, maybe she'll have a bad dream about her or something. And I was actually going down the rabbit hole of dreams the other night because I had some <laughs> creepy ones because I've you know, been taking my medicine. And it gives me some very vivid dreams. And I had one the other night, but I can't remember it now. It was one of those ones where I remember the first thing in the morning and then I forgot about it like 10 minutes afterwards. So I went down the rabbit hole seeing what dreams are all about. And I found an article here that I think you might be interesting where this guy deciphers... Like, five of the most common dreams and what they mean. So mm-hmm. I'm going to run them by you and see if you agree, okay? So I dream a lot about death. And the person said that all dreams mean something, but as every person's unique, different dreams will have different meanings depending on the individual. And when you dream of death, it's actually a good sign. With the prospect that this was news predicting a birth. So when you dream about death, you're actually dreaming about life and making a, a, a life come true. Do you believe in that? <clears throat> I've heard that for years. Have you really? Yeah. I, I never heard that before. Well, where are all these babies? Hmm. You've been thinking you were going to die for the freaking... And your sister had one. One! <laughs> one, man! Well, death and dreams can also reflect change we see in others or ourselves. If someone we love is behaving differently, this can manifest as a death in a dream. Many young moms dream about the death of their children as their subconscious recognizes the responsibility they feel for the safety of their child and, the, and they worry something bad may happen. And they also reflect change that we see in ourselves or ourselves. If someone we love is behaving differently, this can manifest as a death in a dream, meaning your personality dies and a new one lives. That part I don't agree with. I do kind of like the, the fact that it can mean life. But I don't agree with the other part where it's like, okay, so I noticed... What about the dreams where you feel, you like, wake up because you feel like you're falling? That, that There's this one. That's another one. 
And the rest of these are, are pretty short explanations. When you're falling in a dream, it's not knowing where the next day will take you. So it's like you're nervous about something and you don't know what's going to happen. That's where you feel like you're falling. Like you have no control and you're just, you're just falling. You don't know what, what, what's going to happen or where you're going to land. Hmm. Being chased. That's another one. Anxiety over something catching up to you. That's, that's, that's what you have a, a dream about being chased. It's your anxiety, you're like anxious about something catching up, whether it be a, a story or a person. Number four, affairs. So if you're having an affair, if your spouse is having an affair in a dream, it means that you were cheated on or cheated on someone in a past life and that you definitely need to talk to your partner about it. In a past life? I'm sorry. Listen, I was a slut in my so past life. I was why would you need to talk to your partner about it if it was in a past life? Exactly. Exactly. You listen, I fucked everybody. This dude, right? Screw this dude. Yeah. I don't... I don't... And, All these people are nutsos. Yeah, well, the last one was, if you lose teeth in your dream, it means someone's going to die. So oh, that's nice. So, losing teeth means someone's going to die. And guess what nerd's going to be dreaming about tonight? Losing all my teeth. <laughs> losing teeth. <laughs> losing all of them. Oh, God. All right, well, a police officer in Virginia is facing firearm charges after his two-year-old son accidentally shot himself with a gun his father left sitting on the couch. This freaking! This is a police officer that left his gun on yeah. a couch. When Newport News police officer uh, Stephen Christian McComb Sr., who's 25, returned from work on October 29th, he allegedly took out his fully loaded 9mm semi-automatic Glock from his holster and placed it on the couch in his living room. His children came home about five hours later at 9pm. Five hours later, so five hours, he just left it on the couch. Jeez. But McCombs allegedly forgot that the gun was left unsecured on the couch, according to the criminal complaint. While in the kitchen, McCombs heard a loud gunshot and ran into the living room where he found his son crying and bleeding, the newspaper uh, reported. He drove his son to Mary Immaculate Hospital where he died of his injuries. This two-year-old boy died. That's no, horrible. Yeah. During yeah, an investigation... Into the shooting, the officer told investigators that he doesn't normally leave guns unattended within reach of his children. But when officers uh, searched his home, they found another gun unsecured on a kitchen counter. The father first began serving as a police officer in September of 2020 and has been on paid administrative leave since the incident. He is charged with misdemeanor of allowing access to firearms by a minor. Uh, facing up to one year in jail, he's expected to appear in court in, on March 16th. How fucked up is that? So he was just leaving guns all around the house, easily, like, reachable by these kids. Yeah, the whole and gun They thing. found one, the, the two-year-old found the one on the couch, and then they, the investigators found another one just lying on the kitchen counter. The whole gun thing is really, uh, it's a touchy subject, it really is. I mean, do I believe people should have them? Yes. Um, yeah, but you have to be responsible. You got to be responsible. Yeah, that's the key. And this is a police officer. He should have known better. He really should have known better. It sucks that this kid had to pay the ultimate price for this idiot to learn the error of his ways. And, and he's only facing safety. a year. Uh, and and you got to wonder why he's only facing a year. He's only facing a you year. You got to wonder why. And he's getting paid to sit at home right now while he's waiting for his court date. I don't like. It's just weird to me. Like you fucked up, dude. Yeah, I, he should never be able to have a gun again because he obviously he, he obviously can't. You can't keep them safe, you know? It's it's sad. Well, Whenever a child gets hurt, it's sad. and It's just something so easily preventable. Just negligence right there. He, he needs to be charged for a lot more than that. He needs to go away for a long time. I mean, my whole thing is if you is if you took a life or directly responsible for a life being lost, you, you need something equally as bad. I'm sorry. This is just terrible. 
and I, and I don't think the grief is going to be enough because this guy eventually will laugh again. He'll eventually just live his life, you know, and this yeah. poor kid can't over his idiot mistake. And it's, I it's, just it's, don't not, it's not fair. It's not fair. <clears throat> As an, like, it's not a normal person like you or I just leaving one around. Yeah. Which is stupid in itself. But, yeah, like, but this is a police officer that should have. This guy should have known better. He should have. You go to classes and stuff. Like, you're an officer. Yeah. You should fucking have a safe. You should have it locked up somewhere. How can somewhere. you trust this guy to protect other had. people when he can't even protect his own family? Yeah, I, it's just, it's very strange to me. Like, I think, what it just pisses me off. The human pincushion over here. What's, what's up with you? I don't know, I'm bleeding. You're a damn mess today. Oh, I was going to ask you if you watched The Woke Prince of Bel-Air yet. No, but I heard it's good. So You heard it's good? I heard I heard it was good on a podcast, but I, I have not given it a chance. Of, of course, the podcast has to say it's good, because it has to say it's good. The show is just too woke, man. Oh, is it? It's too woke. Okay. And I, have a, and I have a quick little article for you about how bad it is, but the show that you listen to is super woke. It can super be, Super yeah. fucking woke, man, because, okay. because they're mainstream, and I, and I guess when you go mainstream, you have to be woke if you're a fucking pussy, but, um, but you also gotta like money, <sighs> but you also have to like money, too, and that's what you get paid. They get paid to be woke, so there you go. So, Bell Air star, Ollie Charlatan, uh, told Insider that one of his co-workers was reluctant to film a scene in the first episode where a group of white students sings a song containing the N-word. Charlatan plays Carlton in the Peacock reboot that fucked up the Fresh Prince of the Bel Air. In the first episode, Carlton has a confrontation with the series protagonist, the super-woke Will Smith, after Smith stumbles upon his cousin dancing and rapping in a locker room with a group of white students. The song they're singing is a viral Bobby Shmurda song uh, from 2014, which inspired the Vine Schmoney dance, whatever the fuck that is. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, one of the words is the N-word, and all the kids were singing and rapping it. Super-woke Will Smith berates them, and then Carlton came to the defense and said that his cousin is flipping out and being too sensitive over a stupid word. And I guess one of the students, uh, the white students that played the role in the background, I guess he's the star of the show, was very uncomfortable with this all and uh, apparently quit the series not long after. So, super woke. Super bad. When did Carlton become the tough guy and, and Will Smith became the woke one? I, th I thought Carlton was the nerd. But... See, I don't know. But in the series, I guess he's like uh, a gangbanger from what I've seen. And all I've seen of this were is the preview one or, or two trailers. <clears throat> and it yeah. looked like Carlton was completely the opposite of what he was in the show. And Will Smith it looked was like, like they all super were. woke, yeah. It, it just, it looked to me like, I, I don't know. Uncle Phil is like this like fucking awesome guy. Like this athlete and shit. I see him like doing dances with kids in the street. Like what the fuck? He's like a community figure or something. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like more of a drama. I'm talking out of my ass than... obviously because I haven't seen the show. And I don't want to watch it. Because I, I like the original Fresh Prince. How we had, uh, Hillary Banks was on the show. Karen Parsons was yeah. on our show. Talking about how awesome the show was. We freaking loved it. And I, and I hate the fact that they wokeified it and turned it into a drama and they screwed it up. I don't know if I would ever give this show a chance. I just can't. I mean, what are they going to do next? What else are they going to screw up? I don't know. They're screwing up all sorts of shit. What's next to be reimagined? I mean, stop reimagining things and imagine something different. We've Create been saying that for years. I mean, like, they keep remaking and rebooting and doing yeah. all this stuff. Like, come up with a new idea. They, like, are you kidding me? You you can't come up with a, a new thing to to do? I, I don't understand. I mean, I know you can't go 100% the same thing as The Fresh Prince, but why do you have to do anything like The Fresh Prince? This, it was a great show. It's a classic show. You can't redo it. Leave it alone. If this show had a different name, I'm sure it'd be a hit show, and I'm sure we'd watch it. If this same show... 
If it wasn't the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Well, I don't know if I would watch it if you're saying it's as woke as it is. Yeah, yeah, but we would have given it a shot at least. Yeah. We would have been like, oh, well, the show looks like it could be all right. Then we see how woke it is. We would have turned it off. But we would have given it a chance. I, I refuse to give it a chance even because it's a, it's a remake of a show that I enjoyed. Yeah. And they completely destroyed the characters and ruined it. <laughs> from, what I, from what I've seen, it's, it's just not the same. I, I, I can't. I'm just, I, I guess this is me being old and being like, oh, the good old days TV was better. It was. That's like remaking Married with Children with Al Bundy being a well, successful businessman. It's like, what the fuck? The, the podcast I listened to, the 27-year-old is watching it. Yeah. She never saw Fresh Prince, so yeah. she never... Well, then she has nothing to compare like, she was to. Born so she, so she'll like it. People like that will it. So that's why she's saying it's good, but she said it... She never watched the original one, but if you're saying it's like that, then I'm not. I'm not even going to bother giving it a chance. Like, because yeah. enough of my shows are, have. Um, you put up with a lot of wokeness because you would have nothing on TV. Yeah, a lot of my shows have completely changed in the last two years to the point where I'm just like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm watching yeah. anymore. They're not the same shows, and I'm just like, whatever. Just it is what it is, and whatever. Like. Mm-hmm. God, if I canceled all the shows that, that have fucked up in the last two years, I would have nothing to watch. Nothing at all. I would sit here like, what am I going to do? Mm. <laughs> I would have nothing. But here's a, here's a story, and I wanted to ask your opinion on this. Because uh, I don't know if this guy was seeing things or what the fuck. But a boater, Scott Thompson, fell into the ocean and thought he was going to be spending his final moments on Earth there. Thompson fell out of his boat in the Santa Barbara Channel, wearing only a t-shirt and shorts during the middle of the night. His boat's motor was still on, so the boat quickly drifted away from him. Despite being an experienced swimmer and an expert diver, he was panicking. He told ABC7 News, That's when I realized uh, that I had problems. I just started swimming as hard as I could towards the boat, and it really didn't take too long to realize it's getting further, and I'm not getting any closer. He realized he needed a miracle to survive against all the odds. He was leaning on the love of his family to fight through when a medium-sized harbor seal came up next to him. A fucking seal came out of nowhere. Mm. Thompson shared with ABC 7 News, the seal went under the water and he came up and nudged me like a dog comes up and nudges your leg. The Mm. seal encouraged Thompson to swim some five hours to the nearest oil platform. Crews aboard the oil platform rendered aid to Thompson, and then the Coast Guard got him to a hospital where he was treated for a few things, including hypothermia. So a seal came out of nowhere, so, apparently. I believe it. I believe it. An and helped miracle. this guy to safety. Like, I'm, that's crazy. That's an absolute miracle, right? No, I, I, I do believe in stuff like that, especially after the last episode where I saw about the pit bull that walked the that kid That is home. so freaking cool that it just, like, knew he was in trouble and just came up. And I don't know if he imagined it or if it really happened, but if no, it, it happened, de- that's it def- cool. It definitely happened. It definitely happened. I can, I can see this being a real thing. I mean... Animals have an instinct. They know what's supposed to be there and what's not supposed to be there. Probably so like, what the fuck? This idiot can't. Man, like, this is why I stay in the water because I can't, you know, do this. This fucking moron. Let me help him out. Yeah. Before it comes shark food and just knock his ass around. And, and, and I could see that. I mean, for all we know, the seal thought it was playing with, with them, but it, it just did the right thing by accident. I don't think so. I think this was a legitimate seal trying to help out in a bad situation. Like, that's so cool. That's neat. Like, yeah. he's... Oh, my God. He's fucking lucky. The guy is lucky, lucky man. And, and, and I know people are probably sitting there like, oh, you know what it really is. You know what it really is. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go as far as say it's some some God thing. <laughs> I'm just thinking this was a good animal being a good animal, man. <laughs> it was just 
just sealed it. These motherfuckers are going to be like, this guy's not going to be happy until Jesus Christ himself just shakes him by the shoulders like, you fucking ass, slaps me across the face a few times. Oh, God. I don't know. I mean, this is this is a very touching story, though. It, it really is. I, I love hearing stories about animals and, and things, just things like this, like miracles. I love hearing stories about miracles. I guess that's the stuff. Got him to an oil rig thing. Like, incredible. you knew where to get him. Exactly. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. There's, I mean, like how does that happen? The focus on that little pair of dangly legs in the water when there's all this ocean out there and the and seal's like, I'm going to go help that thing right there. I'm not just going to enjoy this ocean. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go to that, you know? Because that easily could have been a shark. <laughs> say, Ooh, Seriously. Dinner. Oh, man. That, that, that is crazy. That, that, that's right. We, we should have ended with that one. That, that's what we should have done. Instead, i got to be an asshole. Well, I ended it. That, that, that was the end of my segment of stories, so I ended up. Instead, <laughs> i got to be a freaking asshole here and ask you a couple. And I got one. Not just one. Two. Am I an asshole for you today? Because I nice. wanted to give you two different ones. Because one of them is pretty short. And this was actually sent then, so let me uh, read this one out to you, okay? So my friend and her son came over for a visit. And we left her son inside when we went to see the new fence my husband worked on. Her son sneaked into my fridge and took out a bunch of brownies which contained weed. I infused them for myself from weed I legally buy because I have chronic back pain and they were leftovers from the previous day. He ate two of them, but we didn't notice until he started to act weird and admitted that he ate the brownies from the fridge. My friend freaked out and thought he was dying, and when I told her it was weed but she refused to believe me and called the ambulance despite me offering to drive him to the hospital myself. The paramedics checked him over and told her they could bring him to the hospital, but he would recover by himself at home. She took him home, then rather uh, go to the hospital, and it's been a few weeks. Uh, randomly, we haven't talked to each other or anything, but she sent me a bill for $235, claiming that no. I poisoned her son and I should at least pay for the ambulance. I'll admit the fridge was probably too tempting, but her son is 10, and I'm surprised a 10-year-old would just eat stuff from people's fridges without even asking first. I called her up and told her I couldn't afford to pay it and also told her that it was legal weed and we could have drove him to the hospital without an ambulance, so it was her fault. She said she can't pay it either because it's my weed. I should pay for it. Who's the asshole here? The friend is. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, how horrifying is that as a mother? Mm -hmm. Something's going wrong with your kid and you want to make sure that it's completely yeah. fine. You don't know what the hell's in those brownies. Even though your friend is saying, like, no, look, it, this, that's all that's in there. Like, but that... That's still terrifying. Mm -hmm. So I get why the mom freaked out and wanted to get her kid checked to make sure that he was okay. I completely get that. But I also agree with this person that wrote the article because, like, what 10-year-old just randomly goes through yeah. people's kitchens and just starts eating just stuff without asking? Going people's fridges. It's, it's... If our kids ever did that mm -hmm. without asking, I would be pissed. Like, absolutely not. I At don't care. House. No, you you freaking ass! You can't just go yeah. help yourself. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't go in and someone else. No, you can grab drinks like water. You can grab. You can grab yourself a bottle you of water. Just be grabbing food out the fridge like that. I don't. I don't know. I, I like. And what was the other thing? Oh, she paid for the. This woman offered to drive the kid. Yeah, I'll take him to the, to the ambulance and, and save you the want him, bucks. You want her to pay for the ambulance when she offered you a ride? Yep. She was willing to bring the kid to the, the hospital, and you refused to do that. So, no, I think the... Although I, I understand... You never know how you're going to act unless it's your own kid. Yeah, I completely understand why the mother freaked out, because mm -hmm. I would, too. Of but course. But I would not be billing the friend. Mm -hmm. It's not the friend's fault. It's not the friend's responsibility at all. You should have been watching this kid. The kid should not have been going in some random person's house and just eating whatever without permission. Like, no. So, there you go. That's my opinion. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I'm, I'm completely on board with you there. 
You just don't go on people. I mean, brownies are delicious. That's rude. That is so rude. And like, like, and I feel better for the kid, but like, that's what you get. Yeah. You just randomly just started taking stuff. Like, no. And that kid ate that woman's weed. She needs it for pain. Yeah. Messed up, man. So yeah, I think we can both firmly say that that mother is an unreasonable bitch and an asshole. And if she wanted their kid to get the ambulance so bad, she needs to pay for that and just eat it like her kid ate those brownies you shouldn't mm-hmm. touch. And this is a learning lesson, you know? So it, it, it's a learning lesson, so. Here's another one for you. I am a 20-year-old female, recently turned 20, and had a party to celebrate turning 20. It was a small gathering at my favorite sushi restaurant with only my immediate family and a few friends. Everything was going well until it came time for the presents. You see, in my family, there's this tradition that when the firstborn turns 20, they are given this pocket watch that was owned by my great-grandfather. When our country was still colonized by the British, he was taken in by some missionaries and became a teacher. As a teacher, he was super instrumental to the community and partly funded the first black-owned school. He became quartermaster, and as things, the community chipped in to get him a pocket watch. When my grandfather turned 20, he was given the watch, and it became a tradition. As per tradition, I was expecting to get the watch myself. I had even made an effort of hinting how I wanted a watch for the whole year prior. So this is where it starts getting a little crazy, okay? Among the presents, I saw this small box and got excited thinking it was the watch. The watch came in this wooden casing with a velvet lining inside. It was about the same size as the box that I saw. I made a deliberate choice to open that box last to make sure the night ended on a highlight. When it came time to opening the box, it was a watch but a digital one. It was a good watch, to be honest, but it wasn't the watch. My dad was excited as he went on prattling about the features of the watch. It could count steps, connect to my phone via Bluetooth, control music, measure my heart rate, etc. While he was talking, I burst into tears and left the table running. My dad follows and asks why I was sad, and I said I wanted the watch, the one that belonged to my great-grandfather. He said he wanted to give it to my younger brother, who was 12, since he's a boy. If he gives it to me, it will leave the family, since I'll get married to a man and join his family. This came as a blow, since I've always been closer to my dad than my brother was, and my brother isn't even interested in the watch like I've been my whole life. We got into an argument and ended with him saying my immaturity over a small matter is why he wouldn't have given the watch to me even if I was a boy. I left after he said that. That was two weeks ago and we haven't spoken since. So am I the asshole. And just to give a, just to give a little bit of a background, she did edit a little bit more information because people were, were kind of confused about this. Okay, because I'm a little bit like yeah. she's an asshole. So this is what she said. She goes, it's always been the firstborn who got it. But the firstborns have always been men. Since her tradition started, I'm the first female firstborn. I suppose I should have stormed out. I'm 20 now, after all. But I was super overwhelmed by my feelings. I'm prone to tears. Always have been. But I should have calmed myself, especially since it was a public space. I think they both fucked up in this situation. He, The father knew that the, this, this daughter has been looking forward to this for, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she talked about it the whole year. Couldn't, couldn't wait to get this watch. At some point, he should have said, I'm not comfortable giving it to you. You know, not, like, waiting and just giving her some random-ass watch. Yep. Uh, he should have let her know, like, look, I, I want to give it to your brother, blah, 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 cause so it can stay in the family. Mm-hmm. Or come up with something where give it to her. And then when her brother has a son, pass it down to your nephew. Exactly. So it still stays in the family. Let her have it for a little bit. And then if the brother has a son, because you don't know, the brother could have freaking daughters. 
Yeah. You don't know. They're not guaranteed yeah, exactly. to have boys. They could be like my family where the guys just had girls. Just make girls. That's all we can do. You have no idea. I think she should have been told way ahead of time, way before opening her gifts and stuff. Like, she should have, like, had an inkling so it didn't ruin her whole freaking birthday yeah. or her day or whatever. I, I don't know. I think they're both idiots. I, th- I think she was an unreasonable brat. And something like this that has this much lineage in her family, you would have to know the tradition. It has to stay in the family. It has to stay in the family. She should have known, okay, it goes to the boys. It's always gone to the boys. I'm the mm-hmm. firstborn girl. I think she's just a product of the entitled brat generation we have now where she just mm-hmm. thought just because she should just have it. You can't just buck tradition. That's tradition. The, the fact that she's not trying to even understand yeah. that is a little yeah. strange for me. And that her brother's 12 years old. It doesn't matter if he's not shown interest in it yet. He's he 12. Might. He might. He's 12. He's, yeah. he's in sixth grade. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let him grow up a exactly. little bit. Exactly. I'm sure by the time he's 20, he'll see it for the honor that it is in that family. Right. And, and he'll keep the tradition going. That's how they start and that's how they continue. She's trying to buck tradition. She's just a spoiled, entitled brat who, in her mind, she was going to get this present the whole time. Oh, it's me. She just thought she was going to get it because she's entitled. But she should have been told, too. Like, she's definitely... I don't think she had to have been told. It's always been that way. She said it herself. It's always been the firstborn. She understood that. But yet, she's an entitled brat born in this brat, entitled generation. Thought she had it owed to her for no reason of just, you know, anything on her own merit. Just by being born, she thought she'd fucking have this right. And it skipped her. Because rightfully so, they kept you know to the family tradition. I have stuff. Who, who am I going to give it to? It's, it's going to go to girls. Yeah. So there's no boys in this. Gives a shit. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's going to end eventually. Yeah. So I mean, why not? Like, I go. I'm the last boy in my family, so it's like I'm. I'm. It's done with me. It's done. It's over. Yeah. So no well, one whatever. to carry on your name. Whatever. It's okay. Yeah. It's no okay. one to carry on my dad's name. It's okay. Like, it's just done. I mean, my DNA's out there still, so that's yeah. all that matters. I don't give a shit. It's, it's just the way it what, is. Man. What's in a name? It's just a word. DNA mm-hmm. is, is is your being. So that's all that matters. But yeah, she's an entitled brat. Of think, course, she's the asshole. Yeah. Of course, there is no other I answer for this. Whole, one. I think the whole family's a bunch of assholes. There. Not really? <laughs> I mean, the dad is like, "What? We're I, what? You're mad at me for doing what we've always done with this fucking watch? You stupid little bitch! Yeah, just shut up and take your Apple Watch and go go somewhere, you, you little flimsy bitch. Oh, look, there's something shiny over there. Go get over it and go get so obsessed over that thing now, you dummy. That's what he should have done to her. I mean, there's nothing else that they have. Nothing I mean, else. Like my, look I, around the house. You're like, uh, do you need a phone charger? What, yeah, like no. I mean, like they don't have anything they they could they pass down her, to her. They got her a smartwatch. <sighs> you know how much those things cost. She needs to shut up and just they just grow up. I'm sure she got <laughs> other great presents because she's a princess and an entitled brat. She didn't get one thing. Boo hoo! It's yeah. not. It's not for you, lady. This was created for its own. Start your own tradition. Start it now. You know, do like pass that Apple Watch down for all I give a shit. <laughs> So whatever, man. I don't know. She's definitely the asshole. So I got two for you that time because I wanted you to get a taste of someone who might not be the asshole and someone who was the asshole because you complained once, so there you go. Yeah, one time I said something and then Listen, you reminded me and then I was okay. Like, now you're saying it every time. You're, like, the, you're the boss. I'm just customer service. I try to keep people happy, so I'm trying to keep you happy, your boss. So I can't believe it's Monday. It's, uh, it's, it's just it's too early for me today. I'm very tired, if you can't tell. I'm not my usual yelling, grumbly self, but I will be on Wednesday, so don't you worry, people. <laughs> I'll be back to my angry self, but hope you re- uh, enjoyed the relaxing her today. I'm not very mad today. I'm kind of mellow because I took one of my pills this morning to get me ready for my uh, work. Got a nice long day ahead of me today, so I'll probably end up uh, just hanging out, watching some things, and enjoying. What about you? Um, I don't know. I had plans, and then it looks like they might have been canceled. Like, I've been getting texts since we've been doing because people, like, it's like no one talks to me all day. Yeah. 
I start getting texts when we start talking. So, <clears throat> there you go. whatever. But I don't know. We'll see. Can find us. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll get the hell out of here. Uh, you can find us at Voice of Misery Podcast uh, on all platforms, and then Voice of Misery Podcast. At, I don't fucking know. I fucked that up. I fucked it all up. You can just <laughs> really. Google it. It's all, we'll be back to our normal selves. Anyway. We're going to be angry. We're going to clap and come back stronger than ever. God bless the Ukraine, by the way, people. Have a good one. <laughs>